Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through our Supercoach draft review for round two and have a quick look at round three. I will warn you, this is a pretty grim one. <laughs> a tough week at the office for me. Uh, bloke I went up against, Kurt, came home with a very good win. Uh, my team completely shit the bed. Pretty embarrassing stuff, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, just having a look at the matchups during the week, I thought I'd be a good hope, but I knew on Thursday night uh, when my Panthers and Bunnies went pretty quiet, I knew I was in... Uh, some serious curry there. And uh, to be honest with you, it only got worse over the weekend. Lost two more players to injury, uh, which is far from ideal. I think that Tommy Talao got 11. I think Jackson Ford got four. Both ruled out of their games. But uh, realistically, if both would have got 65, I still wouldn't have got close in this game. So uh, pretty poor performance by my team. We are obviously always playing the long game. And I think especially... With my team this year, it is going to be a very, very long wait. Uh, but I think I will have a pretty good side by the end of it, as we usually do. But got to take accountability early. Absolutely shit the bet. And I know that the guy I played, Curdy, champion fella, he's also getting married in a few weeks. So he's very busy at the moment. We still found plenty of time for our, plenty of time for our super coach sides, though. Uh, I'm sure he'll be very, very happy with the W, as he should be. Absolutely fucking gave it to me. Uh, I think Kurt's kept track of our overall career record between the two of us, uh, which I think I'm out in front. I think he said 6-1 on the weekend or something. But uh, he managed to get one back today. And uh, who knows, he might get the next five in a row and really pull my my pants down. So congratulations to Kurt. I know he'll be listening to this one and good on him. Let's go through uh, this fucking shit show of a game. So Thursday night, I drove up to Wagga Wagga, pulled in to the place we are staying at about 7 o'clock, got myself settled, got myself a little feed, sat down on the lounge, had my notes ready, had everything out, ready for the Nathan Cleary <laughs> masterclass, and good God, how disappointing was it? I had Cody Walker, I had Nathan Cleary, I had Campbell Graham, and I had Sonny Luke. Uh, Cody Walker scored 44, uh, which wasn't a huge shock. I've, I obviously know what I've got myself into for Cody Walker. It's a play for the back end of the season, but... 
Nathan Cleary and Campbell Graham, I definitely wanted more out of these two. Nathan Cleary, uh, he finished, I think he finished on about 52 which was pretty shit. Uh, he then got downgraded to 40, which I actually thought was completely fair. Uh, there was a try. It was one or two tries that he got that I thought Ugh, probably doesn't deserve that. So I uh, got a copy of medicine there. I was obviously heavily relying on Nath Cleary to have a huge year, and I still think he will. Uh, but yeah, the start has been very slow. The start for Penrith in general has been very slow. Campbell Graham, a 34. Hopefully that's Campbell's absolute floor. Uh, I really fucking hope so anyway. Uh, but yeah, disappointing output that night. Sonny Luke played a few extra minutes. Sort of came on and off. I think he got a HIA himself at one point as well. So he came up with 29 points. On the other side of the coin... Kurt had Brian Toto, who he VC'd. He ended up taking that score for 134, and that was all that he needed. He could play it safe. I love when you're in those positions where your VC doesn't go gangbusters, but they do well enough that you know on Thursday night you're home. So uh, it was a pretty shit week, Supercoach-wise. I sort of tuned out a little bit from my draft team after this because I knew it was done and dusted. I uh, had the live show the next night, which was good fun. Uh, but, yeah, Supercoach was sort of in the rearview mirror. But the rest of my team and how it went, uh, we obviously had the Cronulla Sharks and the Parramatta Eels go head-to-head on Friday night. Teague Wilton got a 51. That was without a try or anything, so I was happy with that. Stacking up those base stats, which is one positive heading into the future. Uh, Kurt, on the other hand, he had an absolute fucking blinder. Blake Braley, 64. Clint Gutherson, 66. And Britton Nicotta, 92. I, uh, as I said, I sort of tuned out um, from Supercoach a little bit, but I remember as I was standing on sa- stage, I saw Nicotta across the line, and I thought, oh, I've got a feeling that Kurt might have him and of course opened up my app and I just had a little conniption live on stage so uh, that was it was probably the earliest nail in a coffin of all time to be honest with you a 92 there from Nicola a great effort uh, and yeah it was well and truly done and dusted by then uh, we then had the late game on Friday night between the Brisbane Broncos and the North Queensland Cowboys he had Kurt Capewell 47 who did his job Kyle Felt 25 it's probably all he needed to be honest with you uh, then we moved to Super Saturday uh, the Warriors game was the first one against the Roosters. I only had one player, Jackson Ford. I had him in a couple of same game multis and of course knocked out in about the second minute, did not return and will miss this week as well. So we'll talk about next week, round three in a minute, because uh, it's actually going to be uglier than what round two was. So plenty to touch on there. But yeah, Jackson Ford, a pretty bad HIA to start that game. Um, and if I wasn't paying close enough attention to Supercoach at that point, that was 100% the turnoff. If you were someone that had him in classic, uh, fuck, I feel for you. If you started with him, I get it. If you brought him in last week, I'll tell you what, my sympathy is pretty fucking minimal because we did warn you that this sort of shit can happen. He now hasn't been named in the back row. Uh, Mitchie Barnett has moved there. And for all we know, Mitch Barnett might hold on to that spot as well. So uh, that could be another fire I've got to put out with Jackson Ford, who, uh, because he was starting and he did all right, I actually let let go of a guy like Bryce Cartwright to make some other moves. Uh, So that one could bite me in the ass as well. So I have got some fires to put out for Curdy. Sean Johnson, winding back the clock. He was great, 60. Daniel Tupu, a quiet 37. And uh, Tamare Martin with a 29. He was his AE. So a pretty good AE have their 29. You can always wear that. Uh, We then had the Canberra Raiders going head-to-head with the Dolphins. A few positives to take out of here. I was actually happy with how this game went. Joe Tapanay, I think he got like 60-odd or something, 64 or something. So I was happy with that score without having huge upside in him. Got 64. Corey Horsburgh, uh, one of my dual position guys, got 52. Got injured at one point as well. So I think he's he's got the potential to play more minutes in the future. If I've got a dual position guy that gets me 50 every week in the front row, I'm stoked with that. And Jermaine Asako uh, didn't really come up with any attacking stats. Kicked goals. 
But that's that. That's his role. That's okay. So he scored forty eight. Obviously scored two tries last week and got the hundred odd score. But fantastic, fantastic to see him score forty eight in a game uh, that he really didn't do too much. So very happy with how that turned out. And Sebastian Chris, he also got thirty eight at fullback. Uh, once again, not a heap of attacking stats. I'm sort of looking forward to when he returns to centre. As crazy as that sounds, uh, I think he will be better for my team uh, on Saturday. I spoke about this uh, with the weekly rubdown boys the other day. Uh, we're going to be dropping. A another draft episode where we review each other's draft teams and I get absolutely roasted to a crisp. So I would highly advise you tune into that one. Um, Playing the long game, but good God, I got bullied by the boys and deservingly so. I've made a couple of rogue choices and whatnot. Uh, The other one I had in this game was Connolly Lumalu, who got a HIA during this game. She didn't play big minutes. He scored eight. Uh, Once again, did not matter uh, as the game turned out. I think, as I said, even if all my guys that got injured or whatever uh, scored 60, I still wouldn't have won this game. So no excuses there. Uh, We then had the Newcastle Knights and the West Tigers. He had Dane Gagai, who did well, 67. He had Alex Twole, who got 62 and almost scored the first try of his career. So that could have quite easily been an 80 or 90 for Alex Twole. It probably should have been, to be fair. And uh, Joe Offerhengawi, who got 35. Not sure why Joe O only got 35. Not sure if there was a HIA injury. Not quite sure, but interesting one there. I had Tommy Talao, who, of course, uh, got injured just on halftime. He was only on 11, though, so he wasn't really heading for a big score. But broken nose, uh, he will not feature this week. And he's a guy that was a bit of a fringy, so I'm a little bit worried about him giving someone else an opportunity. So... Not ideal there with Tommy Talao. Bit of a kick in the dick. Uh, we then had the Titans taking on the Dragons uh, in the Sunday after the, the late Sunday game. Uh, Carl Piera scored 40 this week, which is good to see. Did score a try, to be fair. And I sort of thought, ah, oh, he scored a try, but he wouldn't have got the line break. AJ Brimson would have. And turns out he did get the line break. So uh, 27 points there. So without that, Campiero would have scored a 13. So he is not the guy that I thought he was going to be. I did notice with Teamless Tuesday today, a lot of people messaged me and said, oh, Jojo Fafita, he's been ruled out. How good, Campiero is safe. Uh, yeah, but just keep in mind, Jojo Fafita wasn't named on the extended that means he's probably injured, which probably means when he comes back next week, Campierre is in a bit of trouble. So just watch that space. I don't think Campierre is locked in. I think if he can have a big, big game um, this weekend, then maybe he can lock himself in there. But at the moment, uh, he is far far from safe. Um, and yeah, Aaron Clark for Kurt scored a 38. So uh, I'm not sure where Aaron Clark was drafted by Kurt, uh, but you would probably be hoping for a little bit more than 38 for, from Aaron Clark. But he's also not starting at the moment. I think eventually he's only one or two injuries away from starting. And then I think he'll be a really good player for Kurt. Um our entire extended bench did not play. He had Connor Tracy, Nathan Brown, Cam Munster, Tevita Pango Jr. and Jack Howarth. My entire extended bench did not play in Hoskins, Lua, Oluwapu, uh, Adam Elliott and Jack DeBellon. So it ended up being a 200-point victory for Kurt. Absolutely wiped the floor with me in this one. Um, so, yeah, tough loss. I'm actually, to be honest with you, the tough loss this weekend, I don't think it's even going to compare to next weekend. I think as it stands right now, I will have nine players. So uh, that's not going to be pretty next week. It's going to be two pretty ugly weeks, two pretty ugly draft reviews. Uh, so, yeah, going to be tough for the next two weeks. But as we always say, we are playing the long game. To be fair, I was stoked I got a win in week one. Happy to walk away with that. Obviously, next week, the Penrith Panthers have the draw, have the buy, sorry. So that is, I'd fucking give my 
left nut for them to have a draw. Uh, they've got the bye. So uh, I am going to be missing troops. I've also got a lot of injured guys. I'm going to have to work out uh, what's going on after that. But round three, to be honest with you guys, it's going to be an absolute write-off. I'll still do a review of it because uh, I want to touch on my guys that are playing. Uh, but I think I, I should, I could and should uh, lose by 300-odd points in this one. So next week, my only guy who's playing uh, Isako. Connolly Lumelu, if he recovers from his HIA, which he might not, which might leave me with eight. Cody Walker, Campbell Graham, Carl Pierre, Teague Wilton, Joe Tapanay, Sebastian Chris, and Corey Horsburgh. Uh, so that is going to be a very, very tough weekend. On my injury list, good God, I've almost got more guys injured or out than guys that are playing. Adam Elliott, Leilua, Jackson Ford, Jack DeBellin, Tommy Talau, Oluwapu, Sonny Luke, Zach Hosking, and Nathan Cleary. Uh, oh, I mean, maybe I drop Tommy Talau to maybe get an extra player, but I'm only going to drop Tommy Talau if I think there is genuinely someone better than him on there because uh, I'm not going to try and win this weekend. I'm just going to take the loss uh, this weekend coming and just keep my guys and keep planning for the future. Uh, it's what I always say to you guys, especially in the preseason, don't panic too much about early season form. Uh, you will have guys that as time goes on, they will become more and more relevant. Guys will improve. Uh, I'm confident that once I get, you know, Adam Elliott, Leilua, Jack DeBellin, um, and obviously Nathan Cleary and Sonny Luke back, that I will be just fine. So we're going to start the season one and two, one win, two losses. Uh, I think we said on the show with the Rubdown Boys the other day that I thought I'd be... Three and six or four and five uh, once we got to round nine, which is when we're doing our next draft show. Uh, so playing the long game, going to have to back myself to do well at the back end of the season, which I'm more than happy to do. I think I'll have a really quality side by that point. Uh, there's easier ways to play draft. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. Uh, but I, I like the guys I've got. I like the team I'm building. It is going to take time. I'm going to have to wear a bit of banter off the boys, which is completely fine. I'm happy to do that uh, and deserve it as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy to play the long game here. I think it will turn out okay once I get some troops back. It's probably going to be a harder three or four weeks than what I anticipated to be fair, uh, but I'm just going to back myself in to do well at the back end of the season. I'm going to back Cleary in uh, to come good off the back of this buy, and if he doesn't, then it might be panic stations. We might find ourselves in a little bit of curry, but as always, when you're playing, when I'm playing draft anyway, I play the long game. I draft a team for the back end of the season, not for the start. Always start a little bit slower. Don't mind having a good waiver pick for the first few rounds either. My only problem is that I don't have too many guys I want to drop. Tommy Talao might be one. Obviously, Carl Oluwapu, I could drop him as well. Uh, but I just feel like there's a bit of upside in him. And I feel like in five weeks' time, he'll probably be the number one waiver on the board. So uh, I'll see what I do there. I'm going to watch him this weekend. I'm going to watch Kyle Flanagan very closely once again and uh, see how we go there. But yeah, uh, far from a positive <laughs> draft review here, we got absolutely slapped. We deserve to get absolutely slapped. And when I have a look at next week, taking on Greg, I already went through my side for him, Junior Bolo, Mike Asivo, Tui Pilotu, Lockie Miller, Sean O'Sullivan, Damian Cook, Victor Radley, Tommy Deere, Dylan Walker, Ed Cossey, Herbie Farmworth, Toby Rudolph, Elliot Whitehead. Straight away, uh, he's going to have at least four more players than me next weekend, so that's going to be dead set gone. He's got Johnny Bateman too. I saw was named on the Tigers extended bench this week, so it's going to be interesting to see how Bateman goes for the Tigers. I think Greg actually got him like round five, so I don't actually mind that value for Bateman. I, I was looking at him a few times, and I'm glad someone else took him, so it wasn't my fucking problem because I couldn't have dealt with it, I don't think. Uh, but he could turn out to be a really good pick there. He's also got Nass who was injured for a few weeks. That sucks. Uh, Josh Papali, not back yet, but I think he'll be back within the next two weeks or so. Uh, Corey Riddell and Matty Eisenhuth are the other guys on his side. So a couple of injuries for Greg as well uh, that aren't ideal for him, but I'm sure he'd be excited to see John Bateman return and watch how he goes. And 
he's got 13 players. So, uh, yeah, geez, Herbie Farmworth, he was a good little draft pick. I can't remember where he took him, uh, but fuck, he killed it last week. He looked unreal. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan's been great. I bagged the shit out of the short. Well, I, I mean, actually, I stand by it. He picked Sean O'Sullivan in round two. I still think that's batshit crazy. Uh, but I bagged the shit out of it. He's done really well to start the season. He started better than Nathan Cleary, so got to wear that one. I've actually got a bet with him. I, I, th- I think I had a bit of courage in me when I took this one. Still think it's a chance to come off, though. But with Nathan Cleary's tough start, it's it's going to be... Uh, it is going to be tough for him to rope in. I took Nathan Cleary to double uh, Sean O'Sullivan's average. So at the moment, Sean O'Sullivan's in front, obviously. Uh, so that's going to be a tough little gig to rope in. <laughs> Might have gone a little bit overs there to make it interesting on that bet. So probably have to lose that one. Might be a shot that we'll have to do on draft day next year. But win some, you lose some. At the moment, we're losing more than we're winning. Uh, but I do think that over the next couple of months, the tide will turn. And I think that by the time uh, the bright lights are here and it's the business end of the season, I think I'll have a pretty handy draft side. But as it stands right now, an absolute fucking train wreck. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.